If life was a cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Tell you what, Alex Dyson, the bugs are out to get me, man. The bugs? The Soon cabbage got off, moths? After we finished the uh, the meeting yesterday, walking along, then boom, straight in my eye, a little bug. And I was out. I was out. Suddenly I have to stop and I'm fishing bug out of my eye, like proper in there. Hate a bug in the eye. I Bro, hate you know, a bug in the eye. But you're not supposed to touch your face. <laughs> and I've got people. Right. I got people walking past me. I know they're thinking, mate, this guy's begging for COVID <laughs> with his <laughs> knuckle deep in his eyeballs. What, the little bug or the super bug? You got to take your pick there, man. It's Sophie's <laughs> choice. You don't know what it's going to be. All right. Well, you're just going to start wearing your uh, Oakleys again, just to make sure that uh, no bugs land on the eyeball. Uh, and well, you need your eyes clear because. Your all-seeing eye is going to be tested today, my friend. We have oh. a psychic coming into the studio today. All right, What's, I'm pretty what, sure that was the wrong music. Mu- <laughs> I think that was the wrong music. I think what I wanted to do I knew was, you were going to do that. was I this knew. one. Today on the show, Matt O'Kine will be getting training from a real-life medium. And you know that that's good because medium's the name of a TV show about a psychic. He had a dream the other day that someone was pregnant. It turned out they were. Uh, so we're going to be finding out if indeed this is the start of a new career in uh, future crime solving, Matt. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Uh, I'm also, we're also going to be talking to Tommy Little, very, very funny man, uh, who is part of the Stan Australia uh, Lockdown Comedy Festival, which uh, is out now on Stan. And up next, COVID's thrown us a lot of curveballs today, but the news coming through recently that AFL players are going to have to um, look after themselves a little bit more carefully especially when it comes to the boudoir. So we'll be chatting about that in a moment. <laughs> Matt and Alex are with you. It's all day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. i tell you what, Matt. Every single company I've ever given my email to is messaging me about their coronavirus policies. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> I bought socks from places. They're like, hey, just want to get in touch in these dark times. Like, what? Who are you? <laughs> so we've all got to be safe. You know, they're all letting you know how they're making it safe in the workplace. And the latest company to do that is the Australian Football League. They've done an interesting move, uh, a little bit of a rule coming down on their players. The AFL has put players on notice not to have casual relationships. News Corp is reporting protocols for the code's return are not specific about hookups, but players have been told they will face penalties if they catch COVID-19 from irresponsible sexual behaviour. There it is, Matt. It's a bonk ban. Let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. It's a bonk I mean, ban. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't know who's going to admit it to, it, like, mm. how are they going to know who's been doing it with lots of people? I just, you know, if I got it, the virus, yo, how'd you get it? You're not going to go, I had sex with 10 people on the weekend. <laughs> You'd say a bug flew in my eye. I was knuckle deep. <laughs> exactly right. And I've read, like, the wording of it. It's this weird thing. It's like players are, are not meant to, are allowed to have people with, of relations with people that they're intimate with, 
uh, and meet up with other people if the rules are, if the, ex- you know, <laughs> there's any way you could get around it, there's there's a way through the net. They I should think. just say one route a weekend, you know, or something like that. You can have sex with one person a week or whatever. Just be clear about it. Like the government is, you know, it's 10 people indoors, 20 outdoors or something like that. Okay. Exactly. All right, you can have it with as many people you want as long as a four square meter rule is in, is yeah. in place. Okay, um, a I, single never... bed, one person; a king, two. You know, there's room for that sort of activity. There's a sort of unwritten law in a lot of workplaces, and that is you don't you don't bonk anyone that you work with. You know, you don't 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 get your honey where you get your money. <laughs> you know, as they say. Like so fried ribes for, but that, that's <laughs> because I guess the other thing is people often have bonk policies prior to COVID-19, but now that it's come in, it's just, it, it needs an update to the terms and conditions. Yeah. I mean, you you, you mentioned just before uh, we started the no sex before marriage. Oh, you know, the the bonk ban written on the 12 commandments. That's, or God's, that's God's policy. God has his own bonk policy. That is no sex before marriage. You know, why didn't the AFL bring that into play? You know? <laughs> That's a bit extreme. Well, not for some. Not for some. And we did ask ask you, has your bonk policy been affected by this? Did you have one, A, and have you had to amend it due to the uh, the current conditions? Thank you for those of you who got in touch with us on our uh, our Instagram there, matt.and.alex. Bree uh, said, was going to go cold turkey from bonks, but then met a doctor on Tinder and now I'm, I'm cleared for takeoff. <laughs> Which is as soon as good. as soon as that uh, that dr came up, that title. <laughs> as soon as you see that, you're like, oh, you know what? I could catch some COVID. <laughs> um, Alex has said, uh, I stopped bonking people I haven't bonked before. Um, so that's that's interesting. You're, you're mm. not you're not casting the net any wider. Uh, previously bonked can be bonked again, but. <laughs> But those who are unbonked will remain so until we're out of the woods. I have uh, I have a new bonk policy uh, these days. No jar rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is one. Uh, we've also got Nicola who's calling in from Warnable today. Hello, Nicola. How you going? Good, thank Good, you. Uh, what has the coronavirus uh, done to affect your bonk policy? Or did you bring one in just like the AFL? Yeah, so when this all started and everything sort of shut down, I had to move home from uni and I sort of said to my boyfriend of like more than three years, oh, not sure how much I should be seeing you because we don't live together. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just not kiss until this blows over. You know, we can hang out and whatnot, but I don't think a cheeky snog is the best idea. Sure. Okay, wow. keep that 1.5 metres even with the uh, the boyfriend of three years. Gotcha. How, how did he take That's that? It. Oh, he took it like a bit of a champ uh, until obviously we thought, oh, you know, we can we can cuddle and we can do other things. But then obviously come to find out things get pretty weird when you suddenly stop smooching your long-time partner, but like continue on everything else like normal. Oh, so right. everything oh, so- <laughs> became on the table except for the lip pressing. Pretty much. Not sure what the, the idea was. But- <laughs> because- Did you find yourself just trying to like – not knowing what you're supposed to do with your mouth during <laughs> sex where you just sort of like started to chat about like the weather and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I sort of thought, oh, I haven't had this uh, this airtime before. Should I inject <laughs> it with something? 
<laughs> so, so did you use a lot of, you know, chief medical officers policies and instead of using your hands, you used your elbow? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Been a lot of elbow action. Um, that, could, that could be a good way to do it, both so, for sneezing and everything else. How is the relationship now? Are you guys stronger than ever, do you think? I think so, yeah. She's uh, put us through the skin cycle, but I think we've come out stronger than ever. Excellent work. Well, we, uh, we thank you very much for letting us all know about it, Nicola, and uh, stay safe out there, okay? Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Bonk policies across the nation are seeing various clauses and everything. So uh, if you have your own rules that have been updated or are now starting to relax, please get in touch with us, matt.and.alex on Instagram. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, there was a bit of a bombshell yesterday on All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kind claiming that he is psychic. Uh, we had a chat to Sylvia Jeffries, uh, former Today Show member, now host of Today Extra. Matt ran into her at a lift in the Logies last year. And, uh, well, this is what happened. This is where my proof is in the pudding about yes. my psychic abilities. You said you had a dream that I was pregnant mm -hmm. and I was six weeks pregnant. <gasps> um, and and you had not, you, there is no reason to think that I would have known that in any way, shape no. or form. No, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I definitely didn't have a baby bump at that stage, that's for sure. Mm. And then a few months later, suddenly, boom, on Instagram, and I did my calculations yeah. and I went straight into your messages and I went, <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> So the dreams, what? Matt O'Kime, less yeah. dreams, more premonitions in your opinion. I am psychic. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm happy to say that now. Um, well, to be the old saying, one prediction doth <laughs> not a psychic make, or does it? We've actually well, <laughs> uh, got a professional in the studio with us to uh, investigate exactly just how psychic or how much this we can read into this uh, she is a professional medium you can follow her on instagram at modern.day.medium her name is julie zravkovska and she joins us in the studio now hello julie hi guys how are you going not julie, too bad it's so good to have a fellow psychic uh <laughs> on our show so that i don't feel so alone um um <laughs> <laughs> I Is Matt first... just talking out his ass first no, of all, um, Julie? What? No, no, definitely he's he's not. So when it's funny because when I got the message and I didn't know who Matt was, they didn't give me any indication. They just said this guy called Matt thinks he's psychic. Can you kind of like come in and have a have a chat to him? And I was like, sure. And funnily enough, um, I kept getting messages going. It's coming through his dreams. It's coming through his dreams. And I was Ooh. like, oh, okay, cool. And I bought some books because I bought a, a book about dreams. And funnily enough, when you turn the page right in the middle where it's creased the says baby so i don't think it's a coincidence that right. um I, I feel like obviously spirit is letting me know that matt does have psychic gifts interestingly oh, enough you, just that. Julie. <laughs> all right julie all right julie let's let's take a bit of a rewind let's get your backstory first before we get into this you don't like um, hearing these matt's, things do you matt's saying you know at 35 years old now he's had his first mm -hmm. instance yep. of uh, potential abilities when did yours start um i was born with mine so ever since i can remember i've um seen loved ones who have crossed over i've experienced you know spirit phenomena and communication but when you say seen is that something literally with your eyes yes. in the physical world? Well, 
think of like, um, you know, when you watch um, Star Wars and Yoda's like in a transparent type of way. Holograph. Like a holograph. Yeah, that's kind of how they look to me. So I can see through them if I need to, but I know that they're they're there. Wow. Why don't you think everyone has has the gift? Why is it only, you know, specific people? people? Yeah. Um, I think everyone has a psychic ability. I think we're born with it. But I think um, as we grow up, we, um, whether it's through society or our upbringing, that part of us is suppressed. Mm. Um, so I was very fortunate that my family embraced what I did. And so, you know, I was always around healers and psychics and so forth to develop my skills. Um, but I think with Matt, you know, having it at an older age or, or having the realization that it's come at an older age for him, it just means that throughout his time, he's had other things that he's probably wanted to focus on. Um, and I'd say possibly having, you know, um, a child or a family of his own is what comes through that may have sparked, oh, I guess, the... Oh, because it's still pretty recent, Matt. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. <laughs> 2018, I went to the Logies. Mm-hmm. The day after... So this is two I mean, Logies ago. So this is two Logies ago. The day after I went to the Logies, I mean, not to, not to share too much information, but mm-hmm. my daughter was conceived. <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. So- now, <laughs> a year later... I go back to the Logies and boom, there I, in my mind, I have a vision of someone standing next to me who is pregnant. Are our babies talking to each other or are the Logies just particularly horny? <laughs> I, 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 I don't think the Logies are particularly horny. I think possibly the well, alcohol. Well, you obviously have a bead, Julie. No. You obviously have However, a bead, Julie. the alcohol probably <laughs> distributed at those ah. parties may be what, you know, brings that about. Um, but definitely, look, there is a great book out there called Spirit Baby. So if anyone is interested in understanding how um, spirit babies communicate with us, that's a whole different genre in itself. Mm. So um, I feel like it wasn't necessary that your baby and that woman's baby were communicating. I feel that you were starting to open up your own channels to communicate with spirit. And the other thing that um, kept coming through for you even earlier on today, it wasn't just that things come in dreams for you. They talked about mediumship. So I feel like it's important that you move away from the word psychic for you because I feel um, because you're getting feelings and and sensations and you're getting visions and you can hear certain things is what they're telling me, Mm -hmm. Um, you're more in that line of mediumship. So mediumship is people that can connect with um, loved ones who have crossed over and other, I guess, spiritual entities or energies, whether you call them guides, ascended masters, whatever the case may be. Because psychic in itself, like, you know, you read cards, it's just past, present, future. You're kind of a little bit more than that. Okay. Are you telling me that I'm like open mic of... Of this sort of stuff, and I've still got a way to go, or is it? <laughs> he's you know, talking just, co- comedic terms there. He's just, <laughs> yeah. just he's just throwing out a, a few novice. a bit of new material um, rather than mm-hmm. a, a trained expert. There seems to be a lot of different genres, so uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to understand exactly what you know. It's, I mean, it's tarot mm. card reading and psychics and m- mediums and healers and yeah. Are know. there any of those which are taken more or less seriously than than another? Yeah, um, like, I mean, magicians mm-hmm. in the stand-up comedy circle <laughs> sometimes cop a little bit of flack. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry to all the magicians No, no, there. it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'd probably say um, that medium is probably a term that a lot of people use and a lot of people um, look towards with respect because you've got, like, the Long Island medium, you've got the Hollywood medium. So there's lots of 
that term is mm. probably more um, aligned with your industry as opposed to psychic. I think psychic has this kind of stigma to it back in the days where there was a woman with lots of cats and... <laughs> Shawls. Yeah, wearing lots of purple and long nails <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and so I think I do think that psychics are getting, um, I guess, a better rap. Mm. But at the same time, I would probably go with medium. Tarot cards? Mm-hmm. What would you call someone who does that? Um, I'd call them either a tarot reader or a psychic. Tea leaves? Tea leaf reader. Um, or just a what reader. Else is there? And like if you're reading tools, if, you're, you, if you've got tools to read, mm. you're probably just, um, I shouldn't say just, um, you, one of your um, gifts is that you read items. Mm. But is using tools like cheating in the medium world? Um, in the medium world, <laughs> I've got to be careful what I say. Drop some bombs here. Um, Come on. No, we're we're going to start some beef, Julie. No, no, no. It's, no, no, no. It's not that it's cheating. It's just a, a tool that you can use sure. to kind of um, explain the message better. Um, gotcha, and look, gotcha, I gotcha. used to use them for a very long time and it probably was maybe about 10 years ago. Um, you went, look, mum, no hands. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the people that come to you in your profession, Julie, are, you know, they're seeking, they're seeking something. Is there yeah. an example where you've been, you've really sort of passed the test and been really able to help someone they've been really thankful? And then on the other side of things, has there been someone, like how do you deal with people who are disappointed with your services when you really, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's difficult, difficult to control exactly yeah. how things come through, as you 100%. mentioned. 100%. And look, um, I feel like because I've been doing this for such a long time, the like repeat business is always like validation, you know, for me to say, you know, I'm doing the right thing or I've kind of given them the right advice. And a lot of the times when I do a session with someone, I focus on what's happened in the past. I focus on what they're currently going through and then the future stuff comes up, which is really hard for them to kind of grasp because they're just like, well, that hasn't happened yet. Mm. So I tend to kind of win them over, so to speak, with um, what I can pick up on the past and the present. Some of the future things... Is if, there some... I'm sort of mm-hmm. just trying to get a specific example of some mm-hmm. uh, pretty amazing thing that you were able to uh, tell someone? Okay, so I guess the biggest one that I had um, predominantly last year, like towards the end of last year and a little bit at the start of this year, um, was there was this... There kept being this theme for people about um, not the, necessarily the coronavirus, but the timing of it. And I kept saying to people like... Um, you know, your business, like, you know, it feels like there's going to be changes around March, April. And this kept coming up a lot with people. And I was just like, what the hell is going on? Um, And and Spirit just kept not just keep telling people, keep telling people, keep guiding them where they need to go. And a lot of the um, people who had their own business um, and some of them who didn't, I'd be like, are you working from home? Is your your company going to like change things or shift things? They thought I was a weirdo. They just went, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Everything is completely fine. I have no intention of putting my business on an online kind of, platform and I was like oh okay and I'd be like but that's okay don't worry like around June July. <laughs> so were you questioning yourself? A little those, bit yeah. a little bit. So you're predicting the upcoming not necessarily specifically you know COVID-19 mm-hmm. but you're predicting a massive worldwide shift in in people's work habits yeah. and you just didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what it was going to be and I kept getting like that June July everything would start to kind of ease off but then from about September to November some other big shifts were going to happen and then we'll push forward. Sorry, so what's happening in September, say, it's, such a, it's such a shame. It's such a shame that you didn't like have visions of investing in N95 face masks. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, 
Yeah, it would have been good. I'm sure Surely my partner would have been, been like, ching, ching, ching. But um, <laughs> no, unfortunately, that's not how the gift is used to kind of, you know. Okay, fair enough. So there's no inside like trading. Let's just be clear <laughs> yeah. here. No. Declare all the stocks and shares. Uh, no. There's none of that. Okay. No, my partner does it all the time. He's like, do you think about this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. No. Um. <laughs> hey, Julie, Julie, so um, I want to t- test out my um, awoken abilities. Mm-hmm. I want so, to as well. I want to test Matt's yeah, awoken so, abilities. So we're going we're gonna to ask, um, ask you listening to uh, mm-hmm. get in touch with us. Yeah, in Matt the meantime, knows too Julie, much about me, Julie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try yeah. and if you're listening right now, I want you to send us an Instagram message. If you want to be a part of this, any final tips for Matt when he is talking to these people on the phone tomorrow, mm-hmm. what can he use to help yes. uh, give himself... Get me match fit, you know, yeah. in the next 24 okay. hours. What, what do I, what's my rage? So my I definitely feel for you, um, I'd get myself a packet of Oracle cards because I think you're going to Start need... Start with the tools early. Yeah, Good. you're going to need yep. some tools. I thought you were going to say Oreos and I was like, <laughs> I, can, I can, can get those. I don't you know where can. I can get Oracle cards from in the next 24 hours. Um, okay, thank you. Definitely someone to have Oracle cards for you, tarot cards, any type of card that you can virtualize. Uno, Uno. Um, we talked about Uno recently. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> All my predictions like you're going to draw four. <laughs> you're going to are you skipping? You're going to skip. <laughs> um, the other thing that you can do to prep is you have a book with you that has some kind of spiritual uh, words or quotes. Um, and sometimes if you don't have a card, you can kind of just, you know, focus on the book and go, okay, so what is the message for this person? And you just turn to a page and you read that quote. Mm. And then from that quote, you kind of take away um, your own interpretation. And that's what you then pass on. Well, the good news is I've got a book in the studio for you tomorrow, Matt. When it drops by Alex Dyson, out now, <laughs> you're able to uh, turn to a page and see what word comes up. But, Julie, we really appreciate you coming in. I'm picturing, here I'm picturing uh, a bargain bin. Um, I'm <laughs> and just don't, don't, don't overthink it. I think that's the main thing. Don't overthink right. it. That's thank interesting. You. That's interesting no, advice as well because for that you'd want to try and think really hard but just, yeah. just go with your natural instincts, I would say, Matthew. But if you want to yep. get in touch uh, with us on Instagram, be ready for that one. And uh, Julie, thank you so much for coming in. You can thank follow you. Julie if you're interested in some more at modern.day.medium as well. Julie Dravskovska. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> thank coming you so in. much. Julie. <laughs> thank you, Matt. Alex Dyson, a lot of things changing in the world uh, with what's going on, COVID-19, restrictions, lockdowns, etc. And uh, we keep hearing that the world's not going to be the same. And the news story that came out today. Uh, Would you saw, call it I think, the new normal? Would you say there's the new normal? Everything that we, the world that we once knew, gone. Forget about it. This is, this is the new normal. Yeah, right? that's what and, it is. And because these times, they're unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> Um, um, crazy times. Crazy Hope you're times. doing well in these wild times. Yeah. Um, and every other email <laughs> sentence that you've had to write a but million times. You're right. The new normal is on its way. And uh, you've found one particular sort of, it's really a gutting change for the future. Mate, as if cruise ships didn't have it hard enough before this. All right. I mean, they, they had their naysayers well and truly before the coronavirus, but this uh, is the nail in the coffin for some. I've been on a cruise. I don't mind a cruise. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never have, been, but I haven't minded the idea. I mean, looking into gigs. it these days, it's 
probably one of the most environmentally damaging uh, <laughs> parts, look, look, unnecessary is... parts of life. But anyway, um, it, it sounds fun. Royal Caribbean uh, has recently discussed um, that they reckon the buffet is gone. R.I.P. Buffet. And when I think oh. about it, when I look, and I mean, if you can't stuff yourself silly, <laughs> you know, 100 kilometres out in the middle of the Pacific, mate, what is the point? Uh, I hope this, COVID it, takes us all, honestly. And this, this has implica- implications far beyond the cruise industry. Well, where are you ever going to have a buffet? Sizzler is struggling enough. Without this new rule, exactly. You, you're not going to go to Sizzler and order off the menu. You're going to be, you got to go and just lump the cheesy bread onto the plates. This could be the death of the buffet. No, Maddie, no. Oh, I know. Don't. I tell you what, there's some potato skins on that buffet. There's some, there's some spaghetti bolognese, but there's also a whole lot of cut onions because I'm, I'm tearing up. So I thought, I thought, because of this devastating news, I thought I would present to you, in my personal opinion, the five darkest days in buffet history. Now, does this sit in the top five or is this number six? The this is number, lines... this is the this is number six. Okay, yes. this, this is a dark day in the world of the buffet. Would you believe there's been five others? Five darker days than this. <laughs> I I can't believe it. So I'm just going to have to sit here and listen as Matt O'Kine explains the five darkest days in buffet history. Uh, Matt O'Kine, hit it. Number five. You mentioned it already, Sizzler. Tuong, 2006, my hometown. Favourite buffet of them all. 4066 represent hit with rat poison in the salad bar. Along with the city. As a result, all 28 Sizzler restaurants around Australia suspended salad bar service. And saw the beginning of the end of the great giant. Truly a dark day. Uh, number four. In the mid 1940s, you know, you might not know this, Alex. The the, the very first uh, build all you can eat restaurant. Mid 1940s, Las Vegas borrowed an idea from uh, the Swedes at the World Fair, Smorgasbord. <laughs> right. It was opened up on the Holly on the on the Las Vegas Strip by a gentleman called Herb McDonald. Herb McDonald brought some cheese, cold cuts from the kitchen, laid them out on the bar to make a sandwich. As people walked past, got hungry, they started to tuck in. The buffet was born. This is one of the saddest days in buffet history because Herb McDonald called it the Buckaroo Buffet, not McDonald's. Idiot. He was sitting on a gold mine. These are actually true true days in buffet history as well. If you're listening to anything, oh, man, guys, making up some dark days in buffet history. No, these are... The officially ranked worst days <laughs> in the history of the buffet. I was, the smorgasbord's in there. The buffet, that sounds French to me. Buffet. No? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's uh, on the, the sideboard. Buffet means the sideboard, like the cabinet oh. that you'd sit on the side of the room. All right, uh, that's fourth darkest day. Uh, third darkest day in buffet history. Uh, Matt O'Kine, hit it. The Frying Dutchman, first appearing in episode number 67 of The Simpsons, episode titled New Kid on the Block, Homer. Almost bankrupts the restaurant in the process when he ate constantly for hours on end well, with one waiter when relaying to the chef uh, trying to stop Homer. said that Homer had eaten all the shrimp and taken all the plastic lobsters. The chef referred to him as a remorseless eaten machine. Anyways, uh, 
they went to court over the matter. <laughs> now, on February 12, 2016, the World News Daily Report was a website that published an article reporting a 51-year-old man was suing a buffet in America after being ejected from one of their restaurants for spending more than seven hours at the buffet based entirely on this Simpsons episode. But a sad day, because that was a hoax. Oh, the guy just sat there as a prank? Snopes have ruled that out. Ah. Also, extra, extra points for winning, uh, for guessing who wrote that episode of The Simpsons. Uh, Conan O'Brien. Damn it, how the hell did you know that? Mate, you can't get anything past me, mate. So that was number three. Number two, Darkest Days in Buffet History. Old Trafford, Manchester United's... <laughs> tempestuous 2-0 victory over Arsenal on 24th of October 2004. United's manager Alex Ferguson was struck by a slice of pizza thrown by (laughs) Arsenal player Cesc Fabregas. Sometimes referred to as Pizzagate, tabloids claimed at the time that soup and sandwiches were among the edible projectiles deployed by rival players. It was billed as the Battle of Old Trafford, Mark (laughs) II, but after the food fight earned itself the name... The Battle of the Buffet. Which means that we are up to... Enough joking around, thinking these things are frivolous. We've had some really tough times at the buffet with the ladles, Matt, but there is one that sits above all. It was almost in a BuzzFeed article where... Title 21 horror stories that will make you think about going to a buffet again. Number 12, a man was seen turning up his shirt and using it as a bag to fill with barbecue chicken wings. That was almost the worst day in buffet history. But alas, I've given it to the year 2008 where I was asked to do a corporate gig for a security systems company in Western Sydney. They made me perform next to the buffet while people lined up for their food. My mic cut out, so I just ended up yelling. And in between jokes, I had to tell people when their tables were ready to get start lining up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so sad. So sad. Lest we forget, Alex Dyson. Well, the buffet, it's copped a lot of body blows over the years, but look, who knows? Maybe it'll be back. It'll persist can resurge from the grave like Carrie herself. All day breakfast. I smell toast. Now, Matt, yesterday on the program, we did reminisce about some times where Ja Rule, ever, you know, the the matchmaker when it comes to his music, got in your way, his catchy tunes, ruining of a very vibey moment you were having with your partner when you decided (laughs) to sing his song Memorize, Mesmerize, uh, in his voice (laughs) to, to the girl you were hoping to become intimate with. Didn't work as, as hoped. Well, that's because she didn't do play her part in the in the duet. I mean, I thought around the world everyone would know when you say those hips, those thighs are. 
Love yeah, the way you look knows. at me, baby. <laughs> exactly. Um, I had one that reminded me of that, which recently, where my partner sung Animal Crackers by Shirley Temple. Uh, it's definitely not the one to be uh, to be hearing. So we did ask you, what when has a, uh, a song killed the mood? And Monica has jumped on the Matt and Alex Discord server and gotten in touch. Hello there, Monica. Hello, hi. First of all, thank you so much for hanging out on the Discord. How, how is All Day Breakfast Discord? Would you say uh, one of the best sites on the internet? Oh, yeah, definitely. Excellent. While well, we yeah, are getting cool. our website put together, this is an excellent place, particularly when it comes to getting in touch with us with stories regarding our talkback topics because you can go straight to the spot and we can see your stories very, very clearly. And, Monica, yours was a, uh, was a pretty good one. Can you tell us uh, when a song killed your mood? So I was on, like, kind of a date. Like, we weren't properly dating, but it was, like, a first date sort of situation. I'd been hyping myself up to ask him out, like, at the end of it. And then, just as he was dropping me off, the radio was playing Kylie Minogue. And the, the thing about Kylie Minogue is we'd like previously had a bit of an ongoing debate of how to pronounce her surname. So that wait, kind of what, wait, 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 wait. What is? I mean, what is the uh, other option? Everyone Minogue, min- apparently. Minogue, oh. like a silent Minogue. G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who was who was saying it was Minogue, and who was saying it was Minogue? I say Minogue the right way, and my partner says Minogue. Well, I think that's the thing that's <laughs> killing the vibe right now, rather than yeah, <laughs> the music, yeah, the musician's no, name. Um, so what's, what Kylie song comes on? Are we talking spinning around? Are we talking can't get you out of my head? What? Uh, the Locomotion. Ah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because some of Kylie's music can get pretty can get enhance the mood if anything like can't get you out of my head boy your love you could use that as a segue to like get the conversation locomotion not so much yeah no there's nothing there's nothing mood setting about locomotion (laughs) (laughs) well i mean did you do the locomotion uh uh, well like we ended up going out like two months that's good you did you uh shunt cabooses What's that? What? I don't get. I don't. What, what's what's shunting cabooses? Th- those who know know. And that's <laughs> that's all I'll say. Hello um, to you, train right. fans out there. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, no, I, I just made it up. The caboose on the too. train. The end oh. carriage. Oh, okay. And shunting um, is like pushing carriages along. Come oh, on, people. Wow. What are, you even? What's the going hell are you on doing? Here? Train, train material, train <laughs> spotting. This, did no one else you, go to the Warnable <laughs> Model Train Expo? <laughs> is, did no one else go there? I mean, now that is a that is a heavy scene, people. If you want to so, want to pick up, head down the Warnable Model <laughs> Train Expo. Thank you so much, Monica. Appreciate it. If you want to uh, let us know your stories via our Discord as well, the link is up on our Instagram. The Instagram link, you get in there and you can just uh, become part of that ecosystem. It is very, very nice indeed. Uh, We also have Nelson, who is joining us from Adelaide. Hello, Nelson. Hello. Now, uh, you've got a bit of a story for us as well. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's a short but sweet story. So it doesn't involve someone... In person involves a digital person, if that makes sense. Oh. Now. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, we're just okay. talking to someone on our Discord server. It's the future, <laughs> my friends. So, it was a nice Friday evening. I was just making out with my, my partner, mucking around, nothing nothing too weird. We are just, you know, having cute times. And then I, <laughs> okay, I then said to her, as I said, we are just mucking around. <laughs> and I said to her, <laughs> I said, well, 
how do I say it? Hang on, give me a second. Um, <laughs> take all the time you need, Nelson. We're here. We'll be yep. here when you and need there's us. No, there's no judgment. I mean, things get said all the time. I was Ja Rule, for God's sake, Nelson. Yep. All right? So don't worry. Right. People people do People say things. things, you know. Good. It's good because it's podcast, so you can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see oh, about that. Nelson. I can assure you we won't. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, um, basically what I said to her, I said, my sexy Italian girl. And then we continued kissing, and then suddenly, this is what I found. It was her Apple Watch talking to us, <laughs> and up on the screen came up a massive Italian flag and <laughs> results about Italy. <laughs> and we both stopped kissing and realized and saw it and just bursted out laughing. We could not <laughs> stop laughing. So it's Siri. Such a weird, wacky moment. Siri picked up you saying sexy Italian girl and started, yep. thought, well, he obviously wants some facts about Italy. Was it just a flag or did you uh, also get a few other results there, Nelson? It looked like the flag came up and then she scrolled on the watch and all these like Wikipedia results came up about Italy. Okay, so, so may not have heard was, you exactly, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe you thought you said what was so sexy Italian girl. Maybe it said sex, uh, six Italian. <laughs> you know, oh, boy, Phil. Yeah, something. Something. <laughs> um, so your partner being Italian, of course, there is what's Italian going on. Yes. Or yes. or was it just a sort of a little role play sort of thing? Oh. It was just she's part Italian. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's not sort of like a a Mario and Luigi sort of. I'm a Luigi, I'm going to win. Something like she, that. She no, no, you just you seemed a little bit nervous. <laughs> I thought it was going to be worse than that coming in, Nelson. Uh, I'm glad to well, see it yeah. was just absolutely normal. You are going out with a sexy Italian girl and the internet now knows, uh, as does the people listening here on the podcast. So thank Thanks, you very much for Nelson. joining us, Nelson. No worries. Much Cheers, love, mate. Bye. Bye, you too. <laughs> All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yes, it is all day breakfast, and we're very happy to have the next gentleman joining us on the show, comedian extraordinaire, Mr. Tommy Little. Hello, Tommy. G'day, legends. Now, let's get stuck straight in. Matt, I think you've been dealt a, uh, a bit of a harsh blow by your co-host here. I think you, you had an idea, which I think was genius, but it was, it was pretty swiftly dismissed, if you ask me, and that is to buy land, not here, <laughs> but on the moon. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tommy. Yes. I knew if anyone was going to get behind me, it would be an entrepreneurial your mind like yours, okay? Oi, I'm yep. all for buying land on the moon. What's I'm not up for is going to buylandonthemoon.com <laughs> and having some guy what? put some clip art certificate <laughs> together <laughs> so Matto kind of feels Alex. like he's having a good time. Alex, I'm sorry. Where else are you going to buy it from? Because <laughs> <laughs> unless you've got a better purveyor of fine moon dust, mate, <laughs> I, all at the moment I'm hearing is a naysayer and no alternatives. Well, exactly. I, I think it is a worrying sign that our, our real estate prices are so high that we've resorted to the moon. But I do think it's good because I love a purchase like this because you guys wouldn't know because I'm humble about it. But um, my name is um, Tommy Little and then in brackets, uh, Lord of Fanny Hands Lane. I bought what? a title... When oh. I was in the UK, you can buy a lordship, which gets you a very small plot of land. And of all the places to pick, there was uh, Fanny Hands Lane, 
which so, naturally sounded like the most, um, well, the stupidest, to be honest. <laughs> and, and so I am the Lord of Fanny Hands Lane. I know. You, you guys are thinking, sorry, we would have curtsied. Wait, I don't, correct. I uh, why, why when I'm driving past the billboards of Tommy and Carrie, then uh, Lord Tommy of it, Fanny Hands Lane and Carrie? It's in very small print. It's in oh, very okay. small print. All right. Because she's actually Lady Bellend. She has. <laughs> she is. But this is not. Can we talk? Can I? Can we talk more about overseas purchases? Yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? No, what, what else have you bought overseas? Mate. I mean, it, 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 the further we go from Australia, the closer we get to the moon. So you, you just go. <laughs> well, this because you bought that on the moon. I got UK, and then I think I've. I've, I've Put a dot in the next step if this was like a puzzle that we were kind of, you know, a dot-to-dot drawing. Mm. Um, my, one of my best mates who, uh, Sammy, your producer, knows also very well, uh, suggested to me, goes, hey, man, do you want to buy some land in Chile? And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a ski resort in Chile. And I said, I would love to buy a ski resort in Chile. And have you guys ever heard of people skiing in Chile? Uh, uh, no, I, mean, I know that no. the Andes are there, no, but I don't no. know That's if why it's you can actually get, in Chile. That's why you can get a uh, share in a ski resort real cheap. And, <laughs> he, and so I, I, I forked out a stake in, um, in a ski resort. Now, as you know, I'm not great on my research. And so then when the next question was... So to when, offer mates, you just gave him money yes, based on that? Yes, yes, it's not in my name because it has to be in a giant's name. So it's in a friend's grandparent's name. And I just got an email back saying, welcome to Chile. And then it had um, the like coordinates, like the longitude and latitude thing. And we looked at it and I said to him, I said, John, John, there's, there's not only no snow here, there's no building here. And he goes, yeah, that's where it's going to be. I said, what? <laughs> and he goes, oh, mate, you didn't think you were really getting like a Finnish ski resort for, the, for that price, did you? <laughs> and so I've bought undeveloped land in Chile that is going to hopefully be a ski resort one day. It was, <laughs> right. it was That's three, incredible. It, yes, thank you. <laughs> I, want, I, I want in. I want half. I will, I will pitch in. <laughs> I'll uh, pay for one of the ski the, I'll tell the you what, poles. I don't want your cash, but I do want a bit of your moon. Let's split <laughs> moon and we can, offer, we can offer holiday packages for people <laughs> who oh, want to ski about, in Chile. How about we get a direct flight moon. route Sunbake as well? Sunbake on the moon. <laughs> That's Sunbake good. Sunbake on the moon because sometimes the moon is closer to the sun than the earth. So imagine how good the tan will be. Sometimes. Plus less as in less, half of each day? Yeah. And less atmosphere. <laughs> less atmosphere to get all in your, you know, in your bits. Like have, it's fine. Have you atmosphere in your bits? Well, have you, <laughs> have you guys seen the footage of astronauts stacking on the moon? Yes, I just saw that recently. Oh, it was um, pretty top quality you stuff. You mean actors it's so stacking great. in a studio? Oh, <laughs> it's back to this. Can we isn't just? It? We Why need some buy, sort of microphone hang on, it's just, it's just sunk in. Why would you buy a part of something that you think we've never been to? <laughs> because. Why? You've Actually, never been it. to Chile. I've, I've never been you? to Chile. None of your mates <laughs> All right. either. All right, let's, uh, let's try and rein <laughs> this wind in on. a little bit. Oh, we get the Man. horses. Yeah. I, All right. Hang on. No, come. no, no, wait. No, Alex, I think I've worked it out. Man's never walked on Chile. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We got to the bottom of it, guys. Chile's a hoax. All oh, right, no. great. Now, let's... Let's just all calm the farm slightly and have a have a little chat about something that you've been involved with, Tommy Little, uh, this oh, weekend. This time? Your episode in the uh, Stand uh, Lockdown Comedy Festival will be 
uh, appearing. Are you excited yes. about doing this? We talked to Will Anderson and he was very thrown about having no audience. What about yourself? Well, I just copped out. I um, Gosling, who, who I'm friends, a great musician. Um, we did a, a song slash story together, so it's a real cop out for me. She's just um, she's singing and it's fantastic. My bit's pretty bad, but she does enough great stuff to carry it through. Tommy and- Little, we better let you get back to it. Uh, check him out on the comedy festival, or Tommy, the Lord of Fanny Hands Lane, and Carrie on the radio, or your uh, podcasts. The competitor to this one, Fluster Cuck. Uh, which has a very special guest this week as well. The one and only, Lord of the Moon, <laughs> Matt O'Kine. Um, yeah, thank you for having me on your, on your, uh, on your podcast. Can you tell us, uh, well, I know what it's about. Can you tell us what it's about then? It's about a time when it all goes wrong. Mm. I don't want to hear success stories. I want to hear a time when it all goes wrong. It's lovely hearing particularly successful people have an absolute shit one. And, <laughs> mate, your story was fantastic. Well, if you want to uh, hear about one of my lowest points, by all means, hit uh, <laughs> hit Tommy Little's podcast, Buster Cuck, uh, for my story. So many other great guests as well that you have on the uh, on the potty. So, yep. uh, and also, don't forget to check out on Stan the Stan Original Series Australian Lockdown Comedy Festival. Uh, episode three is up this Saturday, which is your episode, Mister Tommy Little. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks legends. Thank you very much to Tommy Little for joining us and Julie, the medium, for uh, joining us as well. Please, if you would like your future read to you in these uncertain times, it is a, a very worthwhile pursuit. Uh, budding medium Matt O'Kine will be uh, hearing your words tomorrow and then hopefully going to bed, having a nice dream and uh, using that to predict what is coming up in your future. Yeah, I'm going to take Julie's advice, go home, relax, get a packet of Oreos and uh, make sure <laughs> that I have opened up my spiritual channels. I do. I really, I want to take this seriously. I'm genuinely going to try and give you a, a legit reading. So please get in touch with the show but, at matt.and.alex on Instagram. But what if you don't feel anything? <laughs> That's look. That's not a good sign in these times. Um, I'm. I've got full, like, strength and and faith in my abilities. I promise. Oh, also, if you've got any other darker days about the buffet, <laughs> then hit us up at matt alex on Instagram. I want to hear them. Other than that, appreciate you uh, joining the show. Uh, bonk safe, and we will catch you next time on Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast. 